cliffcentral.com her sooner if the heavens ever did speak she's the last true mouthpiece every sunday is getting more fresh poison each i was born sick i heard them say it my church offers no absolute she tells me worship in the bedroom the only heaven i'll be sent to is when i'm alone with you Born sick, but I love it. Command me to beware. Amen. 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 Take me to church. I'll worship like the dark at the shrine of your life. I'll tell you my sins so you can shovel that night. Offer me that. Give you my life. Oh, at the shine of your life, I'll tell you my sins, so you can show both that night. Good morning. Welcome to the Opinion Booth with myself, Sonia Booth, and my guest today. I think that performance was a giveaway. Zoe Modicha, and that was her The Voice audition. Yes. Zoe, welcome to Opinion Booth. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So, I mean, you hardly need introduction, but for those that have been living under a huge rock, you're (laughs) a singer, songwriter, and performer. So, it was February the 3rd when I stepped out of the Uber at the venue for a private dinner for a select group of women chosen by Lyra. And a makeup brand of which she is brand ambassador. The theme, be who you are. Yes. Do you remember that? I 100% remember that. Okay. So I approached the entrance and so was this dark lady with chiseled cheekbones. Ooh. Short natural Contour hair. Contour cheekbones. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> Short natural hair. You're wearing a black floor length dress. You remember that? Yes. It was almost like an A-line, but it was sweeping the floor. Yes. I mean, it was just, it was like a goddess, a Nubian queen had walked into this amazing venue. And you remember how beautiful the venue was, right? It was really awesome. So I only, I'm going to be honest with you because I mean, I I mean, I don't need to, you know, to lie because you're going to catch me out, I believe. Um, but I only found out. During the dinner dialogues, because remember we were there having conversations. Yes. I think there were about 25 women or so. 100%. And only then, during those conversations, did it, you know, did I put two and two together that, I mean, I knew the name Zoe, but didn't really connect the face and the name, but I do remember your audition for The Voice. And I mean, you, you get goosebumps if you have a good ear. You, you you get goosebumps. I mean, you you remember you serenaded us. Do you remember that? Yes, on the evening, and, and then it ended up becoming like a whole situation because Lyra sang a bit of a song as well, Judith and so did Judith, sis Judith. So it was just like this awesome, you know, sisterhood thing thing going on. You it know, was, it was a beautiful evening. I remember recording your performance as you were doing your, you know, your thing, as you were serenading us. I love that word. Yes. And I posted it on Facebook the following day. A friend of mine, Juanita, commented by saying, today is the anniversary of my mom's passing. And you post a song my mom used to sing to me as a child. Sonia, you were sent by the angels. And I couldn't understand what she was talking about because I had forgotten about the fact that I had posted the video. Mm. So I found her right away. And she got emotional and teary. I then sent her the video of our WhatsApp and she responded, I met Zoe a few months back and I took a picture with her. So, I mean, I took a screenshot of our conversation and I sent it to you via Instagram. I remember that. And your response made me fall in love with you because of your humility. It's, it's very rare to find somebody with your talent. I mean, I'm not sure if you're aware of the gift that you have um, I'm not saying you play it down But I love the humility That is Zoe Mudicha Thank you And I think that's got to do with the kind of upbringing That you had, right? I'd like to think so <laughs> So you were born Palesa Nomtandazo Pumelele And that was in Durban That was in Durban, yes And raised in Pietermaritzburg You studied classical piano Yes. Clarinet and vocals. Yes. At the National School of Arts. 100%. And I believe you put your degree on hold. Yes, I did. Talk to us. So, um, well, I definitely got some awesome training at the National School of the Arts. Um, I think it's a beautiful, um, school to be honing talent, um, and it's very focused talent. Um, the school is quite theatrical, even in its approach. So you get exposed to different kind of art forms while you're there. So that was amazing. And naturally for me, it made sense. Um, even in the timeline of music, when you look at music, you're looking at like the Baroque era, da 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 da, classical era, and then it goes into jazz. And jazz is basically um, what informs contemporary music today, all kinds of music. So for me, it made sense to study jazz at the um, UCT. I uh, did not finish the studies, but I really got to learn a lot of amazing tools that I use right now as a young musician, you know, being able to compose, write, uh, and perform. So it was awesome. You're only 23, right? Yes. And you've already achieved so much. 
I mean, multiple selections for the Standard Bank National Joy um, uh, Youth Jazz Band. Yes. How does that feel? It feels awesome. You know, um, I think there's this thing I was, I was, I was actually checking out by Napoleon Hill that talks about, um, preparation meeting opportunity, you know, and I think I'm a firm believer in that. And not to say that my hard work is a hundred percent, um, the result of what people see right now playing out in my career, but I definitely think it played a part. Um, but yeah, I'd like to think I'm blessed, man. Um, being at the right time at the right place always seems to happen. Um, and I'd like to think I'm prepared most of the time for those opportunities. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really, it's really been a blast, especially this year with being able to release my debut album, um, in March of this year and just seeing everything play out, even though I released it independently. It really is awe inspiring for me. Hmm. It has to be. I mean, at 23, I don't remember what I was doing. I'm not going to tell you my age. I actually just celebrated my birthday on Sunday, but happy um, birthday! You, you, you should call me. You should call me Auntie Sonia from from Okay, now, awesome. You know, um, you know respect the elders. <laughs> I will. I mean, oh. your achievements. I mean, like as as I've alluded, too many. You also won the South African Music Rights Organizations Overseas yes. Music Scholarship for Jazz in 2015. Hundred percent. What was that about? So basically the summer overseas scholarship competition happens every single year. Um, but the jazz category, uh, for vocals, for vocals, it happens every fourth year. So, um, in 2015, I entered the competition with my contemporaries and I was lucky enough to walk away with the prize. And basically that means, um, having funding to be able to study anywhere in the world. So, um, I'd already done some of that by, going to the Netherlands with some of the selected um, winners and performing there. But it's still definitely an ongoing thing and looking for ways to use it well. There's a big moment though. Very scary, but big. Okay, I might be a bit biased, but I can't fathom you finishing top eight in The Voice as opposed to winning, obviously. <laughs> Take me through the emotions that you felt to experience when you found out you were being eliminated. Um, to be quite honest with you, it didn't come as too much of a surprise. Um, I'd been lucky enough to even make it that far because my coach, Lyra, had been saving me throughout the weeks leading to the final, um, uh, the final night. Uh, and the thing really is that genuinely, 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 the people that we, um, were contesting with were actually really amazing from Richard Sturton who walked away with the prize to Gavin Edwards, uh, Timbagam Goni to name a few people. It was really amazing people that had been doing things in the industry. Um, just not as well known say as they, as they were because of the competition. So it was really a pleasant experience, obviously highs, lows, you experience everything because you want to represent yourself in the best way you want to move people as, as much as you can. And you just want to have something that people are not going to forget. Um, every time you walk on the stage. Um, but I, I definitely did kind of see it coming. You did? Yeah, I did. Not because I, I, I didn't think I put in a hundred percent, but I think when you engage with, um, the audience, it's easier to, get ahead if they've been voting and doing all those things, but they hadn't really practiced that with me in particular before. So then it was like, mm, okay, it's okay, but I love you guys. You know, mm-hmm. we'll have a, a good time and there's more to happen even after the competition, you know, so. 
Yeah, because I mean, interestingly enough, with a lot of these um, singing competitions, I find it quite strange and um, at times ironic that the winner, more often than not in the history of musical competitions, particularly in South Africa, you actually find that somebody even outside the top three, you find that, you know, their career thriving uh Better than the person who's actually won. Have you noticed that trend? I've I've definitely noticed it, um, especially with other um, competitions that have happened. <laughs> the arrival to what I was a part of, so I can't really go into that. Um, but I've I've definitely seen that. I mean, you have people like Shekinah, Amanda Black, to name a few big brands that have really just completely surpassed the people that won the competition. But I I, I genuinely think Richard Sturton, who was the winner of, of the first season of The Voice, has something really beautiful to offer. And he must have moved people um, to have won the competition. You performed Amazing Grace under the film scoring of Kyle Shepard. Yes. In the Oscar, Oscar-nominated movie, Numiskoli. Yes. I said Oscar, and I repeat, Oscar-nominated film. You performed for that. And she's only 23 people. Has that sunk in yet? Okay, <laughs> let me carry on. I mean, there is no stopping or blocking your force, nor your shine. That's a fact. Great I, feeling, right? It's a great feeling, but I, I honestly think it's a God thing. And this is not even to like kind of offend people that don't really believe in, in a higher power. I mean, it's all to your own. But for me, honestly, when it comes to opportunities like that, that really is the only way I can explain it. It's not even my thing anymore. It's like, okay, I gave you the singing thing and voila, surprise. <laughs> so, um, and that was an honor because Carl Shepard is an amazing um, jazz musician and he's just been known to be quite transcendent. And I think for him, it was great to be able to film score um, and for it to be Oscar nominated. I mean, what? You know, <laughs> that that speaks to his musicality. I'm just great. I was a part of it. That's a big happy. deal, massive deal, especially at 23. Thank you. So tell me how it felt to receive a phone call to join the legendary Brahu Masekela, who handpicked a lineup of musicians to play at his annual Heritage Festival. Man, I'll, I, I tell you one thing. I... I, I... Okay, so when it comes to music, um, because I am pretty much like the young businesswoman entrepreneur, I play every part when it comes to my career. So it means that a lot of times I, I have to wear a business hat and I don't have time to sink in a lot of moments and appreciate a lot of moments. Um, but with this particular opportunity, I remember being given a, a questionnaire um, for a publication and they were going into what it what it was like to be chosen and what he means. And I actually started tearing reading the questions because I realized how Brahu Masigela has been a part of my life without me even completely being aware of it. You know, I, I, his songs are nostalgic. They remind me of how I've become the person that I am. So, um, I mean, in hindsight, it definitely is just one of those Things that you don't ever see yourself forgetting. Um, it was really a moment I'm gonna be taking around with me. And having met him before, you know, I was, I was struck by his humility. I mean, this is a guy that has been introduced by Sting for crying out loud on stages. I don't think locally people get that, you know, mm. I think we don't get that when it comes to our legends that they're actually revered everywhere. And for me to even be noticed, even 
musically by someone of that caliber was just brilliant to me. Mm. So you performed Take Me to Church, which we played earlier by Hosier, right? Yes. For your audition on The Voice. The song, I'm sure you're aware, the song expresses um, a disdain for religion. Mm. You were quoted, singing is a spiritual experience. Uh, spiritual experience that goes to the heart of who a person is. I take it you more spiritual than religious. Definitely. I, I know I am. Yes, 100%. So uh, what molded that? Um, I think I, I grew up in a religious context. Um, I was raised, you know, in the church setting. It wasn't as staunch, but I was definitely raised in that setting. And I think in religious spaces, what I been quite disappointed by was how people um, judge things without knowing or understanding them or think that they are better than because of what it is that they believe in. And I found that I, I'd learned a lot about the higher power and God and Jesus and all these things outside of the context of a religious space where you have conversations with people that those people would be offended by and you find that you it's it's just such a growing thing and for me when it comes to spirituality i've always thought that it's it really is a one-on-one thing and it's a relationship that you have with your maker you know i think that's the most important thing to just be able to engage that all the time and allow it to make you a better person you know so that's my take absolutely so I came across another article in which you said I had a little bout of of depression at some point because of the trauma of a lot of things that had been happening at the time, which kind of led me to wanting to find a particular kind of anything to grab onto, end quote. Was this your darkest period in your life? Um, that I think speaks to, uh, losing a very important person in my life and having that be a succession of losing people in my life. Um, that, that so far was the darkest point. Um, I think because I hadn't known or learned how to deal with something like that before. And there's a lot of feelings, obviously, because when you lose people, you're not just losing them, you're losing the experiences, the things that you've said and the things you haven't said and what you wish you did, da 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 da, da you know, even relates to that. So I think for me that that was what that moment was. Um but um I suppose with every experience you you kind of take it in your stride and you see what it is that you had to learn with that, which I think I did move ahead and you find that a lot of awesome things grow from that experience. So mm. Lyndon Gulli Nkosi once wrote, music is a higher vocation, a divine calling. Mm. Music is the purest medicine of the gods. Do you agree? I agree. I agree. I think music is there to evoke emotion. And if it doesn't do that, it's not music. I don't care what it sounds like, what it doesn't sound like. If it doesn't, if it doesn't evoke motion, I mean, there's different music that, that serves different purposes. Some music is there to help us escape our reality. Some music is there to heal us. Some music is there to cry with us, laugh with us. Um, and I think it just reflects the human experience and that's what it's there to do, you know, and only something that has created us will place a gift like music to the human species and allow them to experience life with something that that sees itself to understand like what we go through and i think that's 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 music that's what music does so take me through your thought and writing process of the album yellow a novel 
So Yellow the novel was interesting. Um the reason why I hadn't finished my studies at UCT was because I was actually kicked out. So I came from a very well come from a very academic family, you know, doctors, da 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 do 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 da da das. Um and I've been lucky enough to have them support what it is that I do. And for me, paying homage to that was studying, you know, jazz music and getting a degree for it and being qualified to kind of add that respectability to um, the decision to do music. Um, so when that didn't work out, it was obviously a slump. Like, oh man, I'm a failure. Oh, what are we going to do now? You know, uh, I, I was here to prove this point, but the p- point isn't proven. Uh, but around that time, uh, music started coming up. I would just be on the piano, um, work with a series of chords and just find ideas developing or just be writing sentences and and see myself in a space where I was kind of communicating um self-realization which is what the whole project became about um so it was interesting to see everything come together and I realized that I appreciated how those words that were in the album kind of fed me you know um and I've always definitely hoped that it does that for people too you're an old soul do you agree I've heard it a lot. I think I'm both. I think I'm quirky, but but I I I can say I'm old solely as well. Old mm. solely. <laughs> You've been offered record deals and you continue to decline them. Why is that? I did that on purpose because I found that with every opportunity I've received, which I've been a hundred and fifty million percent grateful for, I've felt as though I've needed to change. Um, an idea of myself or convince people of what I am, you know. So I thought, well, hell, I, I know what it is that I have with me. I know this gift better than anyone can. And I want to be able to uh, portray myself exactly the way that I want to. Even if it's a big, fat mistake, I'd rather better myself and do it exactly the way I want to rather than have to compromise anything, whether it's good or bad, really. I did it my way. I did it my way. I like that. 100%. So I believe you want to turn your song, Shake the World, into a movement. Yes. It actually started as a hashtag. I don't know why it faded. I thought it was such a good idea, actually. Uh, but the whole thing about hashtag Shake the World, I would actually put it on all my posts, um, is that the song itself says, um, there will be blood on my hands if it didn't shake the world that I was here. It's not some self-love mantra. I just know we're not created in vain. So shake the world and get into your lane. So I think for me, it's like really like a big motto in my life where it's like, I believe every person should live out their fullest potential. Um, and there's nothing worse than a grave of people that haven't reached their fullest potential because we need what that is. You know, we need you to fulfill your purpose so that we can see changes in the spaces that we're in and do the same. Um and yeah, for me it just speaks to that. Um getting into your lane, getting into your purpose and doing what it is that you are here to do. Mm. So tell me about your relationship with Lyra. I know you recognize her ah! in your musical and personal career. What have you learned from her? Ah, uh, Miss Lyra. I'm even gonna call her Miss I hope she's Lyra. listening Gotta in, put some by the way. Respect on that name. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Lyra has, as a brand, has been in my life for as long as she's had her career. I have seen a woman that looks like me. 
um, and who has represented me. And I, I, I can't explain what that feels like. And when I was growing up, I grew up in a time where there was a certain kind of beauty out there. And if you did not look like that, that oops for you. Try again in the next life, you know. And when she came around, she came with a beautiful sound. She had just excellence around her brand, which is something I truly respect. And she looked like me. So I felt like, hey, well, if there's someone that looks like me, I can be something, you know. Um, and fast forwarding that to this now, um, I met her on The Voice season one. She was my coach and I was breathtaking, really. <laughs> it was difficult hiding the fact that I used to like, Pretend to be her and sing, you know, on, on, on like fake microphones, on roll on microphones. Um, but she, she's just genuine, man. And she's the real thing. She has been quite a mentor in my life. Um, ever since I've met her and she has just imparted knowledge about how she's gotten to where she is. She told me how she made her first million, million. Um, and I was like, Oh crap, it's actually that simple. Okay. But now I'm like, actually, it's not that simple. Otherwise I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> Um, but she's just there. Um, she's there to advise and she's, she's, she's the real thing. Really beautiful person. She is indeed. She's, she's been on the opinion booth and I mean, she also serenaded me, which I'm going to get you to sing later on. Ooh. Um, hopefully. Yeah. So tell me about the experience of performing at the international Cape Town Jazz Festival. I mean, it must have been surreal. It was amazing. That happened in 2014. I had not even recorded my album when that performance happened. Levels. And yes. what happened with that is that I won a competition at the Grand West Open Mic Jazz Competition. I mean, that happens in annually in Cape Town. Uh, and they were like, whoa, she's awesome. She's cool. Let's, let's make a prize for a, Cap a Cape Town, International Cape Town Jazz Fair. So, now every time you enter that competition You get to perform at the fest So for me that was like yes Did it for the people Woo! Um, And that was amazing You know I Was working with the most amazing musicians That still play my music today It was a surreal moment I mean then at 21 How can Jeez I would never have seen that coming I just knew it was in my wish list But I didn't think I was actually going to see Or accomplish it then it's beautiful. I can imagine. So, I mean, you are equally comfortable in house music, indie, pop, jazz, obviously, is your forte, right? Yes. If that is not a full performance package, then personally, and I'm sure for a lot of people, then I don't know what is. I'm sure you agree, right? But I know, you know, knowing how humble you are, you, you're probably going to be, you know, shy about it, right? Well, I, I can, I can... I can be quite forthright about the fact that I'm a versatile musician. Only because I put the work into it. It's not like I woke up and woo, started singing everything. Yes. And, and part of being a, part of the voice was to showcase that versatility. You know, obviously it's arguable whether people liked certain performances more than others or not. But for me, versatility speaks to the nature of music. Music is music. There's none that is more than or less than. Music is music. Um, as long as it's beautiful, as long as it has a message, as long as it moves people, it's music. And if I can sing as many genres as possible, that's exactly what I'll do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to make you choose one of the following. Okay. No ifs, no buts. Okay. You just choose one. 
You don't say anything else after that. Okay. Nina Simone or Ella Fitzgerald? Nina Simone! Mm. No ifs, mm. no buts. Mm. <laughs> Did you hear that? My word. <laughs> I think the hair on, on, on the back of my neck is, <laughs> oh, actually, no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not supposed to have hair on the back of my neck. <laughs> Shaving season. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> Tripe or prawns? Yo, that's difficult. I like both of them. Okay. I'll say, I'll say tribe. Crocodile or chicken? Chicken. Solange or Janelle Monet? Solange. Adele or Emily Sunday? Adele. Janina or Farrell? <laughs> Farrell. Safari or Beach Resort? <laughs> Woo, that's an interesting one. Even her laughter is like uh. so sultry and that's not right. <laughs> now you're actually making me ugly laugh. That's <laughs> not right. Um, I'd say Safari, man. Safari, why not? Read a book or listen to music? Listen to music. I'm a very lazy reader. It takes a lot. I try because I need to write words, but yeah, working on that. Okay, but you do a lot of writing anyway for you, you know, for, yes. your, for your own songs. Tell me, do you write, have you written for other people? Because I know you write your own yes, songs. Yes, Who I have you have. written for? Well, there's um, actually an artist, an upcoming artist called Langa Mavuso. Um, he's going to have a premiere of his music video on Channel O. Four o'clock this Wednesday And basically I wrote that song Called Home um, And I'm writing something for Miss Nokanya Lamini Beautiful vocalist um, I just gave her actually a lullaby this morning Like ah I prayed about a song And I got it for you Get it So um, yeah I'm just Pretty much starting it out publicly But I'm looking forward to being able to write For more artists mm. Okay, there's going to be plenty of opportunity. I mean, with your talent, absolutely. Thank you. So complete the sentence for me. My soul won't rest until I record, perform, or collaborate with... Hectic. I would say Nina Simone, but you see, I always feel like that about her in particular. I know she's not around anymore, but... If she was alive, that would be to her, definitely. Okay. Complete this sentence. My soul won't rest until I perform at the dot, dot, dot festival. At the Glastonbury Festival, Afropunk Festival. Uh, I can keep them coming. At the Grammys, for crying out loud. When last have I seen a South African act performing at the Grammys? Um... Sky's the limit. All of them. All of them. I want all of them. I won't rest. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a movie is being made about you. Who plays Zoe? Ooh. Ooh, these questions are so awesome and refreshing. Thank you so much. It's, booth. it's, yes. it's the opinion booth, baby. Ah, such beautiful questions. Um, who plays me? Who plays me? Who plays me? Lupita Nyongo. I know she's like much older, but that'll be cool. She's not that much older. She's under 40. She's Any, under 40. Anyone under 40 is still a spring chicken. Right. I think so. <laughs> I'm saying that because I'm knocking, I'm knocking on 40. <laughs> knocking, not far, not far oh, from it. So no. I'm saying Lupita's old. I'm, I'm offended. Young as hell. She's young <laughs> as hell. But talking about Lupita, um, I don't know if you saw her tweet the other day, uh, where she expressed, um, 
disappointment at a magazine cover. We won't, yes. won't mention the, the name of the magazine cover because we're not for free advertisement, right? Yes. We understand branding, right? Hundreds. So did you see the tweet? I did. I did. I did. Um, it's, it's where she was basically um, disappointed at the publication for um, ironing out or giving a flattened look to her hair on the cover. Her afro. Her afro. If a publication were to do that, I mean, we all know that publicity is great, right? Especially yes. when someone like you or anybody else who's just released an album, you want all that pub publicity. But if you were to do a shoot, a cover of a magazine with your natural hair like this, which is a, a close shave, um, that's the look that you've got on at the moment. Yes. Would you ask them out or would you just be happy with the publicity? Or would you, would you do what Lupita did? Um, that, that is a very difficult question. I mean, when you're looking at a brand like Lupita Nyongo, you're looking at someone that has established herself as a brand, um, who clearly knows what it is that she stands for and what her brand stands for and is in a position where she, um, can be as truthful and, and genuine about expressing her views. Um, the honesty of it for me is that it, it would be difficult to um, share views about being disappointed About not being portrayed the right way But I, I definitely know that it's my responsibility to do it But I'm just being honest by saying It wouldn't be as easy Because I'm not a household name um, You know, yeah, that's that's my thought But I think it would definitely be one of those things to stand for It's not like a garbage reason It's it's who I am You're basically changing what it is that I am And the essence of, of who I am You know, And I'm supposed to be selling the idea of me, more me's to the media. So um, I would definitely, it would be hard, but I would. Mm. I would definitely do what she did. I like that. I bet you have a picked schedule around the festive season. Tell us. <laughs> I actually wish. It's quite like chilled. I'm mostly doing like um, private events. Um, you know, I think a lot of what was happening during the year, um, like the Joy of Jazz, the Humasigela Heritage Fest was Pretty much quite the highlight of the year, you know. But I mean, you guys are more than welcome to go to info at zoemudeka.com. Okay. <laughs> and, and talk to me if you have ideas. So all your upcoming events are on your website for 100%. your fans who want to know where do we catch her next performance? 100%. Um, and definitely on all social media platforms. Okay. I and post. So, okay. I like that. Yes. And, um, anyone that wants to buy your CD? So with the CD, um, I, actually have it on all digital platforms um and if you can't get it there or if you'd like a hard copy i really am proud of my hard copies because they look like actual novels which is quite great um you can order it at just cds um that's just cd at mweb.co.za or you can call 011 337-4938 And you can basically Order it from there and they deliver it to you And if you have problems getting those details Just um, email info at Zoemudeka.com and I'll be able to help you They can also find you on all social media Platforms, Twitter, Facebook Instagram, All of them Pinterest and etc et et All of them, all of them What's your obsession with the colour yellow? Okay, I'm not complaining because that's our main colour here at Clue Central And yes. I saw you were seated on the yellow couch at the reception Branding area on fleek. The first time I came to these couches was actually because of the voice South Africa And I was like, this couch is my kind of couch you It know belongs what I mean? in my house the yellow. Yes, it belongs to me Yellow, yellow is happiness Yellow is, is prosperity Yellow means so many awesome things You can't look at yellow and frown 
Um, and I think because it's been used on so many different kinds of brands that it works out, you know, it grabs your attention, it's bold. And that's what I definitely wanted to be about. Um, and I, that's what I wanted my album to represent. Mm-hmm. So I cannot let you go. It would be a crime to let you leave the Cliff Central Studios before you give us a small anana taste Serenaders. I actually wish I bought my guitar because I could have made a thing. You? I just didn't know I was going to do something. I, I totally would have bought it, but it's okay. What, what did you think you were coming here? <laughs> truth is, I can't. Oh, I, I can't afford a private performance, right? So the, this is actually this is, excuse. this is the best way for me to have a private performance from Zoe Mudiha oh, no. without without paying for it. I mean, it is junk status after all. So I, I ain't got cash. <laughs> Ah, so, so, so please, any, any, anything, anything from your album, whatever you wanna, you know, sing, please, please, um, yeah. So this is a cover of Open Your Eyes, You Can Fly by Chick Korea. And it's also on my debut album, Yellow the Novel. Never be afraid to love. Never be afraid to just be. Cast away the chain of doubt And have the courage to be free Open your eyes You can fly Open your eyes You can fly You can fly You can fly oh, 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 Her Bounce face, guys. Honestly, it's funny. Way. I'm like a child in a candy store. Mama mia. No, your voice is, I mean, it, your talent is God given. Like nobody can take it away from you. Your shine is your shine and you were born with it. Thank you so much. Zoe, anything else you want to add? You want to tell us? Anything up, upcoming albums? Oh, oh, somebody, Papa Pali over here. Don't shoot the messenger. You saw, right? You saw, you saw, I saw that. You saw what she did. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, su- supposedly, allegedly, yes. um, I'm supposed to ask about, you know, who, who, who you're with. <laughs> Shame, guys, the word, it's literally a twaga. It's her. You know what a twaga is? Like it's crickets, her. the sound of crickets. <laughs> That's my love life right now. Uh-huh. That's I'm gonna say the cheesiest, most ugliest thing. I'm just focused on what I'm. I'm, I'm focused on my career. Hmm. Really, it's very cheesy, but it's true. So no one must even think about sending uncles to your. You know what? If house. they have lobolas and they have cows and they have their whole vibe put together, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I welcome you, Michael. I welcome you, Sia. You know, but um, yeah. Until then. I'm pretty much chilling. Uh-huh. I've just got another message from somebody. Your celebrity crush in South Africa and your celebrity crush outside Sud Africa. 
Who's this? I'm not going to tell. It's a message I've just received. Really? Yeah. Who is this? I won't tell you. I don't want to mention anyone. I've got too many questions. <laughs> okay. Man, okay. Mention one from here and one, one from outside our shores. Uh, Nakane. No. Nakane Dora? Yes. I love him. He is an incredible talent. talent. Absolutely amazing. He is. I love him. I want to collaborate with him. I've been telling him, but I think he feels like I'm stalking him at this point. Oh, so you actually haven't like had a sit down or a discussion to talk about a collaboration? No, Not yet. We haven't. We haven't. But I've I've always been seeing him. I met him um sometime this year and he ah. was performing at the Fed de la Musique and I was like, I dig you and he was like, I dig you too. So we'll see what happens. It better happen. Him. Because I can only just imagine the kind of <laughs> magic that the two of you would create. He's an oh. exceptional talent. He's absolutely mind blowing. And the two of you together. Okay. You owe us, right? I owe you. Next year, when you come here, Nakane is going to be seated. You know what? How? Yes. Okay. I take that challenge. And outside our shores? Outside our shores, a crush. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh, D'Angelo. Aha. Uh-huh. Hands down. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. I, I won't say anything because uh, I think my husband's listening. So. <laughs> <laughs> Better keep that ring on. <laughs> Yeah, you no, see, that's no why comment. I'm single, so I can say all kinds of crap <laughs> and not get into trouble, you know. No comment, but yeah. Zoe, you were such a great spot. Thank you, and for um, yeah, and, and I know you've got my album for me, which I'm paying for because I don't believe in freebies. Freebies don't pay our bills, right? Yes, yes. True. So I'll, I'm I'm gonna get it from you. Have you signed it already? I haven't, but I'll definitely do You'll that. You'll do that. Yes. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Thank you for having me. I believe I'm going to be seeing you very soon at the Quashella Festival. Yes. Because I believe and I know that you're going to be playing there in the not so distant future, right? Actually, you know what? Yes, 100%. And I'll look for you and be like, yeah, it's what you said. What's mm, that? That's my sister from my motherland. Yes. As they all say. South, exactly. South Africa. <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> Thank you so much, Zoe. God bless. My humble opinion, inspired by Zoe's Facebook page header. In the words of Becca Lee, you know what I'm about to say, right? I think you do. Quote, the purpose of this glorious life yes. is not simply to endure it, but to soar, stumble, and flourish as you learn to fall in love with existence. We were born to live, my dear, not merely to exist. Yes. Aspire to inspire before you expire. Cliffcentral.com